just uh, watched Louis Theroux's documentary on drinking. Ah, that must have been a rude awakening. Cheers for saying that. Because of your um, alcoholism. I had a couple of glasses of wine while watching that documentary. <laughs> You're like, there's a lot of disturbing things I'm discovering here, but I do feel quite thirsty. They've glamorized it. Yeah, they did. Classic Theroux. Yeah. Glamorizing everything. He's the Michael Moore of documentaries. That's not a caption, Nick. The Michael Moore nice of Nice sweater, buddy. Cheers. It's, um, Merino. Vintage. Merino? Um, polyester. I'm sure. I w- I'd go with polyester. Can you look at the tag for me? Nick. This is no, research. Don't make, don't make me do that. Take your top off. It's polyester. Look at the lat. Look at the lat. We're going it, with polyester. It, it it doesn't look like polyester. You just come back from the Oscars. Came back from the Oscars. Yeah, uh, just took you my won best. Off. You won best prop. Best prop. Best use of prop. Nice. Yeah, I'm proud we, um, of you. We stitched someone's mouth together with wool, and they decided that was deserving of awards. That was good though. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I Didn't like win that. best makeup. Weirdly enough. Despite it being a makeup, but we got the yeah. prop, so okay. technically an award-winning short film. Oh yeah, that's a thing, man. Nice one. Yeah. And are we uh, going to mention the fact that we've attempted to record this podcast already, or do we just leave that unsaid? I've mentioned it to other people, not not in podcast form. Okay. Um, in what con? In what what? How did that come up? Um, I'll just. Just some of the fans asking why why we haven't recorded a podcast in a while. And I said, mm. well, we tried, but mm. Nick didn't really have any... anxiety. Yeah. We tried. It ended sooner than we expected. Uh, but hey, gave it a couple of weeks, coming back. We're going we're gonna to take in some drugs and it's going to be all action all the time. What drugs are we meant to be taking? I'm taking a chamomile tea. Um, and just the aroma is already getting me going. Well, sexually, I do think I have some. Oh, Panadol. Pa- Panamax. Panamax. Is that Reserve. from the discount chemist warehouse? I think that'd be. Uh, yeah, it would be. Did you say reserve, as in like a a vintage? A, vintage. No, this just... is a 1983 Panamax, uh, artisanal. <laughs> Uh, just a small little farm just down the hill. They only produce 20 boxes. Yeah, it's all organic. Grass-fed. Panadol. Mm. No. How you been, man? Pretty good. Um, on the tail end of uni and stuff. And yeah? Two weeks to go. Two weeks to go. I'm counting so, down. I know. I'm. You know, you must be counting down. Yeah, I think I am counting down. From 40... Seven. How many, how long do you think a week is, Michael? I don't do I don't do it. I'm not counting down weeks. Oh, okay. You're counting no. down emotions just, left. Just do two weeks divided by forty-seven, mm-hmm. and that's the unit of measurement that I'm wishing to uh, count, count down by. Yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know exactly a hundred percent what you want to mean. I thought you would. I'm not sure that you have communicated it, but I know what you're going for. That's um, all I need. Yeah. You know, it's 10.28pm on a Sunday evening. Yeah. i got places to be. you got places Mate, to be. 
I don't. That's not fun. Sky, sorry? I don't got no idea. We. You want to get? Just trying to, the... We're just trying to make it sound like we're in demand people. We've got an audience. We've got a fan base. They know we love them, but they also know we're shit hot celebrities. We've got things oh. going on in our lives. Why do you think it's been six weeks since we podcasted? Because we're famous. Because I'm lazy. And, well, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you work on the weekends. But you're working for fame. And that's what that's the image we need to continue. Basically, the only reason we're doing this is for fame. For fame. Certainly not fortune. I listened to, um, before I went to bed last night, I listened to... One of our earlier podcasts, just because I didn't really want to listen to music and I didn't want to watch TV. You wanted TV to fall show. asleep listening to my whispers. I, I was cracking up laughing. So <laughs> there you go. If if anyone says it's shit, tell just, them to come to me, and I can. I'm I'm not even saying this as a co-producer. Can I call myself co-producer? Um. Well, uh, assistant producer. Assistant to the. Uh, I don't know um, if you're a co-producer. A co-producer. I, like there's a producer and then you're sort of you're also there Co- so it's like you, you're you're contributing to it yeah but I don't know so that you're like well you have a pilot who flies the plane and the co-pilot who just sits there on you, you help me do it backgammon. so you're sort of like you're assisting you're, you're like an assistant assistant producer cooperative well, that sense. Uh, yeah see that's yeah well, collaboration I, I disagree I think I am most Co-op. In charge. Um, if if I was going, what was the episode pod- you're listening to? Episode one. It was um, something feet Helen Hunt. Oh yeah, I think Ben was on it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The old three way dynamic. I think I don't really listen to you sometimes, and then like when I sometimes when I listen back to the podcast, I hear things that you said that I was too too busy thinking of something else that I was going to say, or. <laughs> Too busy talking over the top of you that I miss. And some of the shit you say is quite funny sometimes. Well, that's um, it's a real slap in the face. Uh, welcome to Deep Four, everybody. Um, sorry to jump in so quickly, 6 minutes 40. But, you know, we've got places to be. And it is, ten, it is 10.30, people. It's I don't 10.30 know. p.m. I don't, think you, underst- <laughs> don't think you understand the gravity of this situation. Guys, it's a school night. <laughs> Um, it's a church night, really. It's a church night. I've got to go to midnight mass, and I'm getting up very early in the morning. So let's bang this one out. Michael, you've got like places to be. You've got documentaries to ignore. Sure. Yep. Deep Ford is a podcast. We talk about things. It's infrequent, but you know, that's why you love it. That's why you get yeah. stuff out of it, because it's just like a, a little wrapped up present surprise when it appears in your iTunes feed. Um, Sounds like Mike's wife. Through the screen... Opposite me, in the internet, Michael's a brekkie, say a word. What up, what's up? And my name is Nick. You get the full name, I just go casual. But that's what you put in your writer, so I'm legally obliged to call you by your full name. Also, so the Scientologists can find you when they Google this. Cool. Uh, what would you like to talk about this week, Michael? Mm, do you want to do the humans uh, living age limit thing? Let's do it. Let's, let's not fuck about, Michael. I'm sick of us fucking about. Let's get down to breast text. Is that your right. attempt at a New Zealand accent? So this melds in with science news a little bit. Is um, it? The, Hold on. Just for future edit reference. No, okay. It's not science. Do you have science news lined up? I don't have anything lined up. 
You know what you should do? Just halfway, like at some point during this, just insert the jingle. Okay. All right. I would do that. I would, you don't even want to know when it's happening. Yeah, completely unawares. All right. Okay. So there was a study that came out saying that uh, genetic, bi- biologically, humans can really only live to a, a maximum of 125 years old. I thought it was 115. It was 115, but um, it said in the article that uh, it was a max is probably 115, but an absolute maximum of 125. See, I don't. I didn't read this article. That's the kind of preparation and effort that I put into this podcast. Neither did I. (laughs) You said that you just read the... Never mind. I read Um, the headline. Okay. I don't understand what they've based this on. So can you offer some insight to me? Are they talking about unmodified? Like, is this ideal, perfect, biological, no augmentation, no doctors, no surgery, no adjustments, just on a sheer biological level... The perfect person with the perfect health, doing perfect fitness and six pack and everything. Even they get to one twenty five and they cock it. Yeah, even even the six pack guy. Yeah. Um, so suck it, people with six packs. You're still gonna die. Yeah. Um, Nicholas, that that is my understanding of the uh, of uh, the article. Yes. So what my question is is, does that still allow for the possibility that People who do have a medicine or doctors or, you know, just people to fix things as they go wrong yeah. or B, some kind of actual serious augmentation of a cybernetic nature or heart pumps or, you know, or any kind of like actual addition to the human biology. Does that allow for those people to be living longer than 125? What do you mean addition? I mean, like, so say, you know, at a certain point, human technology, right, scientific technology and medicine is going to be able to adequately replicate just about every function of the human body. Yeah? Yeah. So if your heart fucks up, at a certain point, we're going to have either grown a heart or designed a mechanical heart that we can put in that chest. Gotcha. So given that um, opportunity where, like, oh, we can give someone a fake leg, oh, we can give someone a mechanical heart... Does that allow, is that taken into account? Do those people get to die at 125 still as well? I think what we're talking about is no, just like healthy diet, exercise, nothing, no no kind of uh, manipulation of the body in any way. Okay. Biologically. Yeah. So biological death, 125. That, That seems plausible to me, right? Yeah. But the interesting part about this is um, that obviously we're going to get to a point where we can fix everything and we could theoretically get to a point, you know, in the near-ish future where people can technically live forever. So will the state um, have to put a cap on how long people can live? Oh, no, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting question. So what uh, what... What are the well, not, reasons it, that the state would want to do that? Well, overpopulation. Um, you can't have everyone living forever. True. So, but do you think that the choice would be? I mean, because effectively, that's that's a that's a state imposition of either euthanasia 
or like death, right? St- well, state state run murder. Well, what I was thinking is that after a certain point, after a certain age, so you all right, you can live to 125 years old, but after that point, you cannot get any medical assistance. So you just run it out after that. Interesting. See, so, if I, so, but also, if, I'm assuming at this point as well, voluntary uh, euthanasia is in the mix. Uh, is is part of that as well. So if you want to die, uh, you can go to a clinic and be put down mm. if you want. So if if I'm a government bureaucrat, and I like to think that I am, the 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 decision you're faced with is one of budget and space right yeah. so you're you're a, you're a council or, or a country and you've got limited resources probably by this point i would have to assume you have renewable energy yeah sure 100 so percent. we can have as much energy as we want limited resources in the ground and we have limited space yeah. right in terms in terms of all of those i assume that probably space is the one that's the most um demanded like in demand right i i disagree with that what do you think the the most critical resource is when you start to bump up against overpopulation well people are always going to want to live near each other so like in australia you can have you can have a massive amount of space and i mean obviously you could fit people in there you could fit cities into the whole thing but like the, it, it's the resources that um will uh, are the are the biggest issue. So you think food? Food, water. Um, don't you think that we can make water at a certain point? I mean, um, we're, like, we've, we've got a lot of oceans, right? Mm-hmm. We can work out a way to desalinate those in a re- like reliable yeah, true. way. But, okay, okay, well, but, yes, okay, so, so then space, yeah, but not space in terms of land. Yeah. It's space in terms of um, in the cities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like it's it's an interesting conundrum, right? Because I tend to think by necessity we will find a way to continue feeding people in, um, at least until the population levels out, right? Yeah, but then it's the quality of life. Yes, but if if you're statement is that this quality of life is the ideal and that as we pass this threshold and we get up to 8, 10, 12 billion people on the planet, everyone's going to be still aiming for this, Yeah. then I think that's potentially a little bit short-sighted because there will certainly be people in the world today that live in the kind of environment that you're picturing in 4 billion people's time. And continue to do so. You know, if you look at the overpopulated cities like Tokyo yeah, well, or Mumbai. India or China, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it, that already exists and that we're already dealing with that. So if you're wanting to extrapolate that to Australia, well, clearly the evidence is that we can support that. Well, then, okay, does the government, does the state have an ethical responsibility to cap, to cap the age? Will people... Uh, vote for the government to do this. Will, will people want this? It's an incredible, like, like what a difficult thing to try and convince a population. I mean, I would, I would vote for it today. But see, here's here's what here's what I'm sort of getting to, right? So, at the end of the day, 
what you're having to convince the public that is necessary is either, you know, state-sanctioned murder, basically, uh-huh. or, you know, a, a form of compulsory euthanasia, mm-hmm. or, or like an end, a hard end, regardless of personal circumstance. Right. If I'm a bureaucrat in that situation, I think there's a much more obvious way to go about it that doesn't broach those human rights kind of questions, which is to limit the number of kids that can be born. So if you have a space problem, you pull a China and you say, all right, we've got to prevent everyone from having more than one kid. Now, doesn't that feel a bit more aggressive? Like killing, killing, I mean, because how do they limit? So if you can, if only one kid is being born to a family, right? Yeah. There is a cap on the number of new lives that can be created each year. Yeah, and, and those obviously... lives get to live out their um, expected yeah. life and for however long that may be. Uh-huh. But then you don't have to talk about killing people at a certain time. Yes. They no, just no, no, live. No, but, but obviously there are going to, because people can still fuck yeah. um, as much as they want. So what happens? So you just abort. Well, uh, I suppose how by does... that point. You have... how, is, how is that law implemented at all? Well, well how was it implemented in China? Yeah, how was it implemented in China? How was it? Because they stopped it now, didn't they? I believe they have, yeah. Um, um, I assume through contraception, right? Effective yes. contraception and an awareness that there are severe penalties if a kid's found. And of course, even in China. No, but seriously, like even in China, like there would have been people who had more than one kid and who yeah, kept that second kid fucking buried away some shit for years on end, right? And that'll happen mm. anyway. Like that, that, mm-hmm. that, that will occur. But I think the humane answer is one where you have a system where the lives that people are given can be lived to their ultimate free will, you know? And Hang on, hang on, sorry. There's something I'm not getting about this. Yeah. If... The kid, if they have to hide a kid from the authorities, does that kid not have an identity at all? They have no identification. Well, they they, they have an identification to the family, but they're, they're probably not registered. Not registered they're not in registered. The state. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, like they're, oh. they're literally a secret child because the the punishment was severe for having more than one kid. Kind of sounds a bit fun, to be honest. <laughs> You want to have a go at trying to smuggle a kid for like twenty years? No, I want to be the kid that's like I have to. Like, no, Dude, one that's knows such that. like a dystopian trope. Like the the kid that's grown up in like a hole, and you know had to, um, you know hide every time the authorities come, and like you duck into like a trap door, and and then they mm. like come rustle around in the room, and you're just like sitting there. <laughs> Just Anne Frank the fuck out of it. <laughs> All this podcast what, has been building to an Anne Frank reference. That's where the term Anne Frank got coined. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. But do yeah. you, so? Do you think that the way to deal with this problem of overpopulation is through, you know, the imposition of of a cap? I think that's I think that's fairer though. Because then you've at least had your run. Like, what more are you going to do after 125, please? You're just there. <laughs> but that's, that's based on a very 
now estimation of what those years are like. What if you could be plugged into some kind of cyber neural network ultimate VR thing where your physical body doesn't even have any demands or requirements and you can consider, you know, continue learning or experiencing things? Very good point. That's the other thing. Can we just... All right, so... Oh, man, this is obviously what the future is going to be like. Mm-hmm. I just got a fl- massive whiff of the future. <laughs> um, what you do is that you, okay, so you, you, you get to live to 125, and then after that, we're just going to transition you. Uh-huh. You're going to terminate your body, uh-huh. and we're going to transition you into uh, software or like virtual reality, so you still exist, so your mind's still going. But how do you transition that? Does the brain still have to be alive? Just download the brain. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, sorry. I should have thought that through. So there's five groups and then the brain goes into the neural network. Yeah, you're getting it. You're getting it. So you just download the brain information into a program, cut off the head, put that in a jar, fill it with gelatin. You're just thinking thinking of Futurama now. Yeah, I am thinking of Futurama. Yeah, you're thinking of Futurama and kind of the Matrix and also kind of Avatar. I'm a visionary. You've always said that about me. I, I have not said that about you. In fact, oh. you keep quoting me and my lawyers oh. insisted that you stop doing that for it's misleading <laughs> to my audience. Well, my lawyers said, we are not your lawyers. <laughs> stop calling us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So. No, but that's a thing. I think, I think that could definitely be a thing. You just, you transition states. Like you're, all right. This is when your physical body has to end, and now you can. Now you're going to live in a virtual reality state. Okay, so here's my uh, question. Don't ask to you. me. Don't ask me the science on how to. No, I'm not going to ask out. you the science at all. Here's my question. Okay, so you lived on Earth 125 years. You're entering brain mode. It's time to go download through the pipes into the tubes. Love it. How does your sense of self change? I, do you still think of yourself as a man? Would you be interested in trying being a digital woman? That's the beauty, Nick. It's basically you just enter into second life. So that's basically heaven. Oh, my God, it's heaven. You can fly if you want to. You can be a... Oh, my God, this is totally heaven. We are going to create heaven. Fantastic. Do I get royalties for this? Wait, do you... Do you like, this seems very obvious to me. Uh-huh. Do you not... Fuck. Of course, we're going to create our own heaven. We should write a book. We should write a book. We should go up to people's doors and we should say, can I tell you a story? You're making fun of my idea. But I'm not making fun a... of your idea. It's a good one. You've come like... up with this idea all by yourself and I just want to help you publish it, make a 5% cut, and disseminate it to adoring people by knocking door to door. 5%? You don't think much of yourself, do you? I just, uh, I want to make sure that we get this deal done, Michael. I don't want to dilly-dally. It's not about the Particularly money. because of the costs that your lawyers continue to apply to all of your transactions. Yeah. Just want to make it financially viable for you. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I totally, uh, it, it does seem like... Uh, a utopia, right? If you get to live in a world that is exactly to your desires at the end of your life, isn't that isn't that all that you want, right? Yeah, and then I guess if that happens, you have people saying, can I just skip straight to that? 
and well, they will be like, yeah. "No, you have you have to do your time first. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna work in the coal mines for yeah. seventy years, and, and then, then the heaven uh, will be the best part, and then yeah. life will be just be like, oh, just slug just this out plug and me get in. into yeah. get into the Sims. Maybe I'll just jump in front of this truck and jump to the end. <laughs> no, if you do that, you void. Oh, you void the warranty. Everlasting uh, software happiness. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You did sign a contract when you were born. I think that would be a... Like, it does sound like one of those Black Mirror or, like, um, Twilight Zone episodes where you think it's the best thing ever and then you get to this, like, utopia and it's just slightly fucked up and then you're trapped there forever. Yeah. What is, I mean, there has to be some kind of horrific downside. Like, the first person to get uploaded to the internet? Oh... You don't want to be yeah. that guy. That guy, That that's not going to be fun. Uh, but you do at least two at once. You do two. <laughs> Why yeah. is that? Just as another chat person to talk to. Yeah, I mean, you're going to send him up alone. He'll just be like... I guess I'll look at porn. I'm very glad that I can fly, but no. But there'd be no need for porn. But here's... There'd, no, there'd be no need for food or anything like that. But here's the oh, thing. If you, can, if you can have your own utopia, right? Isn't it not going to be the same thing for every person? Like, it's not going to be one place everyone goes to, right? It's going to be like your own individual thing. I think it could very much be like Second Life. But don't you think that some people's ideal utopia is like, oh, I want there to be lots of 12-year-olds that I can go and fuck. And other people (laughs) will be like, "Uh, that's not really up my alley, man. And then um, you got another guy going, hey, man, this is Utopia. Anything yeah. goes. Anything goes, If he bro. wants to fuck a 12-year-old, no judgment. you should fucking let him do it, dude. And you're no. like, yeah, you're right. Thanks, man. Thanks for letting me see the line. Did hey, you say I you had a brother, bro? Help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it could get dicey. It could get dicey. Yeah. yeah. But, Have you been watching The Good Place? No. The Good Place is the comedy from um, Andy Schur, who did Parks and Rec and um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's it's really good. It's got Ted Danson and um, Veronica Mars, whose name I can't think of at the moment. Um, But it's like a... uh, It's basically set in heaven. It's called The Good Place. And only the, like, top 1% of all people who did amazing, great things get to go there. And it's like perfect utopia. Your soulmate anywhere in the world is there. You can get anything. You get your perfect house, all this kind of stuff. But due to a glitch, the woman that ends up there has the same name, but is not the person who did all the good things. And she's kind of a horrible person. I love it's that. a really good premise and it's really okay. funny. I'll um, check it out for sure. Yeah. It's the same <laughs> kind of um, concept that we're talking about. But um, man, oh, it is, uh, it's kind of <coughs> exciting. Like I look forward to seeing how we die. Just in terms of, you know, where we're at technologically. Do I get to have, like, some part of me in a different consciousness at the end? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. I don't think we'll get to see it, to be honest. I don't know. People underestimate the speed of technology. Wait, are we talking about everlasting life here? Well... In a, in a way? I guess that's how we started, weren't we? Because we, if if we, well, I think that... we've talked about going past this one hundred twenty-five year biological yeah. limit now, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we have. So I suppose at that point the technology goes forever, right? 
Yeah, the technology that's for yeah. I wonder if that's going to be, um, if at a certain point with all these brains uploaded to a certain utopian cyberspace neural network, you know, web thing, whether you still, like the generations of people that start to be uploaded to this are still dated. And so it's kind of like there'll be people who are uploaded in 2100 and then there's people who are uploaded in like 2150 and you look back at it like you do looking at like a 1996 um, GeoCities website page. And yeah. You're like, oh god, look at the fonts on that one. And but that, it's, it, it'll it'll all be relative though, because you won't like you know you don't you don't care. You don't care really what a seven year old person thinks of you. No. You you don't care that they think you dress a bit sloppy. <laughs> has someone told you? Has your grandfather described this? Your outfit as sloppy. Well, my grandfather's dead, and um, the other one is not a part of our family, so he's estranged. So he's no, estranged. he didn't. He didn't. How long ago uh, was he estranged? Okay, we'll, we'll do this. No, I'm just curious. Um, well, he's coming and out. He's just never been a presence in my life. It's that time. Time. For science news, hydrogen, Jupiter, hoverboard. Your dad's side or your mum's side? Mama. Huh? Your the mum's Lankan, dad? The Sri Lankan one, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Do you know why? I, I still wear it as a badge. Well, yes, I do know why. He was abusive. Ah. Uh, they had very big issues. Yeah. Well, in the that's a good reason not to see someone. Yeah. Do you feel weird talking about that? No, I have. I don't care at all. I had a mo- just brief moment thinking, oh, who will I upset? And I'm like, Pfft. well, he, he stopped listening to after episode 15 anyway. So. Wow. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Cool, man. Where should we go from here? Um, should we just sing a song and then uh, sort Wait, of wrap w- things up? Did we cover anything? Did we cover anything? Did, yeah, I think Topic we just had wise. like a nice polite... Oh, can we talk a little bit about Trump? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Now, he is such a great man. I don't know... I don't know why... All these people are piling on. I don't know. They're just jumping on the bag. Like, I tell you what, Nick. Mm-hmm. Look, you heard it here first, mm-hmm. Nick, Nicholas, mm-hmm. Nikki. The mainstream media. MSM. They, yeah, thank you. They have it out for him. Mm-hmm. You know? I say both you and I should go to America, approach Trump, mm-hmm. offer him our pussies. <laughs> See what he says. I'd love to. What is this fun? Is this on the is this on the band account? (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I I haven't seen any of these sweet podcasting beans yet. Yeah. um, The uh, the the money is caught up in legal fees at the moment. So for every dollar that I earn, 
I have to give 120% back to the lawyers. <laughs> for for libelous, libelous shit that I just say. Yeah, it, uh, it, okay. mostly, it mostly goes yeah. to settling <laughs> pending lawsuits. Yeah. And d- defamatory uh, and, suit. And um, yeah. obviously paying um, Shack Attack for the, the music rights. I, uh, no one's arguing with that. I wouldn't want to take money away from Shack Attack, would I? No. And never just... have, never would. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump is is not looking good, which is great. Uh, I heard a thing that they can technically withdraw him. I don't uh, think that that's possible, right? Because I, there's I, already been early ballots. Like people not, have already not. passed judgment. Have they? Like no, there was you, there was a couple of articles that said that they could the Republicans could technically denounce him and withdraw his candidacy, uh, but they uh, it would it would just be ridiculous that they did that it is obvious they would just concede they would just be like have the have the nomination yeah but i mean that's the problem i think you know based on current polling if the election was held today there's like an 87 percent chance that hillary would win so at a certain point when the numbers (laughs) get that bad yeah fuck it try it you know the um the more interesting thing at the moment not well not the more interesting but another interesting thing that is a possibility that does seem kind of plausible is that pence the um the vp for trump might pull out and that seems something what? that you could totally happen uh, on the basis of these comments yeah in the follow-up i mean it's, v- he's such a fucking like obnoxious piece of shit because he denounced him until he got offered and then he took the job because he he just self-serving did you see um he gave a pretty good speech at, uh, he he essentially won the vp debate well, yeah, depending on definitions of one. Well, I think I think he explained himself. He he exp- he explained himself uh, better than uh, what's his name. He he might have put in a better performance, but it doesn't change the fact that he lied constantly throughout the entire thing, and that, like everything he was saying was not true. Well, if you watch Fox News, uh, that's not the case at all. Well, I uh, retract all of my statements and concede defeat. You are correct. He won. There we go. I mean, I I can't believe that it's what three weeks out now, thirty days, four, four weeks four, out. Yeah. Um. So thank fuck. I mean, God, this thing has been going on for so so long. Yeah. I think there's going to be this big collective like fucking meltdown, regardless of what happens. Because if Trump wins, I mean, God, can you imagine the nightmarish consequences? And if Hillary wins. The crazy "quote unquote" deplorables are just going to go off their fucking rocker, like someone is going to get murdered. Um, so either way, do oh, you think tension, tensions are higher than than uh, when uh, Barack was running? Oh, undoubtedly. At least it was civil, right? There was no one. No one were calling on foreign governments to hack like their opponent. No one saying that Second Amendment's people should, you know change something which was basically code for people with guns take hillary out it's um yeah it's it's like at a level of discourse they sunk to a level of discourse that has never happened before yeah okay i mean it's been have you been would you say you've been paying more attention to this election than any other presidential election um Yes and no. I mean, I don't have the Daily Show, which is big. Yeah. Have you not filled that gap with any of the others? No. Is that through lack of access or choice? 
Yeah, it's just not it's not ready uh, at the thing. Oh, actually, it is. I can't be bothered. I don't want. I don't really want to watch Trevor Noah. I'll just see him when he comes no. up on Facebook and he something, yeah. whatever. John Oliver, I I watch every now and then. But mm. Sam B. Yeah, that's one. She's great. Yeah, she's really good. I do like that. Um, she you can tell that she gives a shit. Like she really yeah. gives a shit, and it's a, like it shouldn't be surprising to have people with opinions and and passion about stuff on TV. But it seems like so many of the others are so neutered that when you actually do see someone like standing and like leaning into the camera and shouting, it's it's like kind of refreshing. I I think she's one of the funniest women out there. She's great. Like her, Kristen Wiig, and um... Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. No. Melissa McCarthy. Um, who's that? Kristen, Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw's great. Yeah, she's great. Um, I think they're the three funniest women I can What about um, uh, uh, Lady Dynamite? Who, um, oh, um, yeah. Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford, thank you. She's hilarious, but in a completely different way. Totally. But yeah, she's not in a political fantastic. Yeah. Not that women and men, should, they should just be funny comedians. But, oh, this is another thing. Nick, I've got so much to talk to you about. Okay. And I know, I know it's bedtime. So. No, 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 no. But something came out. Some uh, woman um, pulled out of a chess, like, big world chess tournament. Yeah. I and... saw that because – sorry, finish the story. No, you go. I'll just – I forget the location. I think it was maybe like – Iran, the Middle East somewhere, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. Because as part of the rules of the competition, she would have had to wear a hijab, and Ooh. she didn't want to do it because it was she believed it to be denigrating and a reinforcement of the you know abuse of women, and so she refused to play there. For sure, respect. that brings up that brings up that brings up. Well, I mean, respect or disrespect. Um. Let's not, I don't want to go there, but I, well, the, the first thought I never thought, I never like uh, questioned it before. It was like, why do men and women uh, play in different competitions when it comes to chess? I can understand when it comes to like football and oh, tennis really? and stuff. Physical like ability. I didn't realize but, like, that it was a women's only competition and not a men's. It was a, like, it was a women's only competition, yeah. I don't understand why women and men can't play against each other. Wow. Like, it's, it seems weird to me. There is no reason. There can't There's be a reason. No reason, right? Like, like, what's what is the possible reason? Any any man or woman can know as much about chess as the other. Exactly. Unless it was chess boxing, at which point it's not fair. It was chess chess boxing. Okay, because then the hijab really limits your movements. You know, you're trying to yeah. like punch like an uppercut, yeah. and it's just like, oh, sure. my robes. Yeah, my robes. My robes. <laughs> my robes. <laughs> my hijab. <laughs> I like, okay, I like this. Um. This character of the chess boxing, um, Californian obnoxious teenage <laughs> hijab, um, hijab wearing, wearing. <laughs> girl. Yeah, I don't think anyone's come up with that specific combo before. Oh, you can have that one in the house. Yes, there you go. Oh man, well this is this is a nice tight tidy sort of forty minutes here. Succinct. It's succinct. Let's, I feel like we got some points out. Let's nobody let's laughed, before we. But let's let's leave it. it up. Let's leave yeah, it on a high. Let's do it. Um, before we go, there mm-hmm. is one segment that we alluded to earlier. Oh fuck! But that 
I haven't, you know, I haven't played it down until right now. Here it is. What is it? Impression of the week. It's impression of the week again. Oh my god, Michael, we prepared. So last episode we talked about how you were going to prepare a John Travolta, and you thought I forgot. (laughs) Why do you remember everything? Here we go, everyone. He's had six weeks. I've been working on Owen Wilson recently. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Do you need me to set the scene? I don't even remember. Are we skipping John Travolta? I don't even remember anything about John Travolta. John Travolta at People all. versus OJ Simpson. Look it up. Um, the uh, uh, we ha- how about we do an Owen Wilson? Um, mm-hmm. We can do okay. Just picking a movie off the top of my head. Marley and Me. I'll sure. be the dog. You do your Owen Wilson. All right. You be the dog. Okay. All right. Dog goes first. Why? Why are you crying? It's fine. It's going to be okay. I'm Owen Wilson. I'm friends with Vince Vaughn. Come on. And Ben Stiller. And also, I'm like just a likable guy. Just, it's going to be fine. You're a dog. That's very good. No, it's not. That's very good. No, it's not. Oh boy, that's a great fucking impression, Michael. Great Whoa. work. Yes. I'll have yes. my cabinet. I'm standing up too. Standing up. Two guys. Oh, standing that up. That was motivational in a way. Man, I felt that. I felt like I was dying and you just you sent me to sleep with pride. <sighs> Wait, so you wow. di- you were about to die and then you just went to sleep? I just went to sleep. So that was an improvement. But, but you're not dead. I'm not dead. Okay, you're not I was, dying. I was going to die. I was like, nah, all I okay. need is a nap. <laughs> Owen Wilson, sing me to sleep. Um, uh, you know, he's really depressing, though. In real life? Yeah, have you seen him in interviews? He's on the, he's on, he's on the press junket for Masterminds at the moment. And ah. He's with Galifianakis and Wig, who are fucking the funniest people in the world. Yeah. And he's so like... Every time I see him on a, one of those things, I'm just like, "Are you all right, Owen? Do you mm. want to? Are you well, gonna have another one of those 2007 mm. episodes? You know what I'm talking about." There's a couple. Of, <coughs> look, we we got tangents here. First tangent is um, Ro, uh, uh, Robin Williams's wife wrote an article in Neurology magazine about his death and the disease that he had. I um, saw that. Amazing really read. Yeah. Um, horrifying as well like For just sure. freaking terrifying to think that there was a disease so progressive that despite you know multi-millions and and the best doctors and months of observation they couldn't pick until three months after his death in the coroner's report crazy and yeah. like he was having was... hallucinations and all, oh, just awful yeah so much detail and it was nice to see that you didn't try to capitalize off the off that in any way for a change. I actually linked so. it on the uh, yeah the um, changeme.org change.org petition. To, I wish I hadn't said that. Just to get some uh, some more eyeballs on my video did, game tie-in. Did Did you really? No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I haven't looked at that petition. Um, and then the other thing which I saw, um, Ben Stiller had cancer. Did you see that? Prostate. Prostate cancer. Mm. Crazy. It made me think I need to get my prostate cancer levels checked. Just Dude, as a baseline. Can we do it over Skype? I'm up for it if you're up for it. You bend over. 
<laughs> that is the worst time for, for the internet connection to drop out. <laughs> uh, I can't hear you, but I can see you, so I assume that that's... Uh, Just leave it. Okay, we'll leave it there. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to get in touch with us, deepfort at gmail.com, facebook.com forward slash deepfort, twitter.com slash deepfort, and, you know, give us five stars on iTunes and nothing less. Michael, it has been a pleasure. Yeah, man. Um, get some sleep. Yeah, and likewise, I will uh, just wait for Owen Wilson to uh, sing me to sleep. Oh, goodbye. I said, sing me to sleep. <laughs>